Good evening. You live here? Yeah. Yeah? What's your name? Kim. Kim, can you move back for me, please? We keep getting complaints of noise and underage drinking. Everybody sit down. We're going to be here for a while. You don't have anything sharp on you that I can stick myself with, do you? No. Good. Because I do. The businesses that I manage, they deal exclusively in cash. Wow, busy guy. We <laughs> are welcome to stage, the one, the only. Magic Mike. You are the husband that they never had. You are that dreamboat guy that never came along. That's a cool table. But you made that? Hmm? You should sell these things. That's actually the idea. My sister? Mike. Uh, oh, nice thank one. You, Mike. So how do you know my brother? I'm an entrepreneur. I uh, manage a few businesses. I'm trying to hit on my sister. OK, uh, good talk. Entrepreneur stripper or stripper entrepreneur? Either one. I was hoping this was all a joke. It's pretty funny. I'm just trying to figure out why stripping. Women, money, and a good time. Just try not to forget about the people who exist in the daylight. The non-vampire. Right. Are we fighting? <laughs> Is this our first fight? <laughs> so if you could do the one thing that would make you the happiest every morning. The custom furniture. Custom That's furniture. Stuff. So you must be really good with your hands. I just can't be around your lifestyle. Am I Magic Mike right now talking to you? I'm not my lifestyle. Do you believe what you're saying right now? That too, the law says that you cannot touch. But I think I see a lot of lawbreakers up in this house. Wow, that's a lot of ones. There's some fives in there. Oh, OK. Yeah. No 20s? Uh, you don't want to know what I have to do for 20s. So you're going to come to show tonight? No. You're going to come to show tonight? No. You just said over there that you'd like to show. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm going to go again. I don't... His name is Work all day, work it all night. We watched Magic Mike from 2012, featuring the the greatest living actor in the history of the world, Channing Tatum. This is Fanning Tatum. I'm your host, Cody Garnett. I'm the other guy of the podcast, Clayton Missler. <laughs> and we did something different this time, you guys. We're a little loosey-goosey because we just watched the movie uh, in Clayton's living room. Yeah, just two normal heterosexual men. <laughs> Thought they'd watch Magic Mike together. Yeah, and on I a, on a nighttime. I had a good time. I haven't watched a movie at a friend's house in a long time. So, what? well, like it used to be a, a weekly thing. We'd go to a friend's house and watch movies, but I don't do that as much anymore. So I brought Totino's pizzas, and I brought <laughs> Lacroix. And you can really tell that you got married at eighteen. I didn't get married at eighteen, you dick. I got married at twenty three, <laughs> but I've been together with. Is the, that true? Yeah. Why did I think that? Uh, cause I might be lying. I think I got married. <laughs> cause I might be lying. I'm trying to think. I, uh, October 9th, 2009. How old was I at that point? I was point? 18. Okay, that doesn't tell me how old I was. You're three years older than me. So I was 21. Wow. So split the difference between 18 and 23. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but I have been together with my wife since I was 17. Yeah. That still holds up to me, my bet. Oh, so yeah. You got married very young. And yeah. You can tell that, like, 
Like, yeah, just a couple dudes eating pizzas. That's <laughs> what guys do. I'm a very, uh, I'm a young dad. I'm a, I'm a cliche young dad. But a little history with this movie. I have seen it before. I saw it in theaters opening night at midnight, and uh, it was with your wife. Hopefully with, not with, alone. With uh, with, with my wife. <laughs> yes, I was with my wife, and uh, I remember liking it so much that I bought the Blu-ray, which I own, and we watched yeah. just now. And I hadn't seen it since, even owning the Blu-ray, and uh, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I mean, if we want to jump right into a. Review. I don't have any notes. I usually take notes. You have your IMDb. You have I have all the tr- I have all the games, oh, but I usually have notes? notes on the movie. And oh. but we would just say them, and then I'd be like, "Well, I'll remember that," and I don't know that I will. Yeah. Well, I took notes during the movie. Yes. Which okay. I don't have to tell you because you're here with me. I'm you're telling the listener <laughs> that I have uh, notes. I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Basically, I did, I went into it as 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 blank as I could. Mentally. Yeah, I think that uh, I it's, think I, it's a lot funnier than I thought it was. I heard it was funny. It's still funnier than I thought it was. Oh, really? There are parts that are comedy that I don't know if they were comedy. That's for what I mean. Most people, but they were comedy for you and I. There's not a whole lot of things played for laughs, but there are funny things. Oh in yeah, the movie. yeah, there are. They're like they're jokes. And like, really? When Matthew McConaughey's like doing his thing with the kid, that's funny. Well, what am I supposed to be horned up? We that? should elaborate uh, what the kid means if you haven't seen the movie. They call him the kid. <laughs> Everyone in the movie calls him... I literally don't know his name. Everyone calls either. him the kid. The I think movie. actually in IMDb, his name is The Kid. They don't actually say sense. his name. That's the thing. But The Kid is a 19-year-old boy, not a kid. So when you said Matthew McConaughey is doing the thing with the kid, I don't know that people understood okay. exactly what sure. you were saying. He's 19 in the movie. <laughs> Which is still a kid to me. And we were talking about and that. And he's to the other characters in the movie. Yeah. Halfway through the movie, I was thinking if the roles were reversed and it was a 19-year-old girl, it'd be weird to watch her strip. If the, Yeah. If this movie is like... What was that Demi Moore stripper movie? Striptease. Striptease. If it's like, I guess if it's that, I guess it is that. Maybe it is that. I've never seen Striptease. Well, Striptease is like, it's much lighter. I don't think he could make it in 2012 or 2020. I'm sorry for talk burping. That's like fine. Gross old man. It's but, all right. <clears throat> but <laughs> that movie's like kind of fun and lighthearted. At least I remember it being. But like, this movie takes itself much more seriously. It's... And I don't think you could do the dark... If you did, like, the dark, real version of women stripping, I think it's crazy depressing. Where this movie yeah. is like, eh, hey, it's kind of fun. But it yeah. gets serious in the third act, which is like, I kind of got whiplash, uh, tone-wise. Oh, yeah. The last part of this movie, I, I really didn't like the last 20, 30 minutes at all. But Yeah, nothing really happens in the movie. It's I want it to be like that the whole time, though. I want yeah. it to be like... I wrote down Boogie Nights, question mark, because I think that's... That should have been... The goal to yeah. kind of make Boogie Nights, yeah, to be like a slice of life of these people and these characters, and this is what it's like in this industry, and yada yada. And it's kind of dark, it's kind of sad, yeah, yeah, but it has real human characters, and it's interesting the whole time. Whereas this movie is like it's a comedy at parts, and then like sometimes I don't think it's a comedy. I just there's think just not enough. Channing Tatum and Matthew McConaughey are like the only two characters. On screen, I oh, think. for sure, yeah, yeah. Well, Nobody the kid is, is written well at all. The kid is kind of a character, but not a well. Well, he's character. audience surrogate. What? He's he's the audience surrogate. He's supposed to be witnessing all this stuff for the first time uh, that we are. We're okay. Like, oh, look at that. So we're looking at it through his eyes the whole time, is until it? we're not, which is weird. <laughs> like he changes into a drug dealer. Like yeah. And they and again, yeah, you're right. There was not any story at all until the last like fifteen twenty minutes. There's a lot of story jammed in with like. 
you know, equity and, and lots of <laughs> lots of bank words. Suddenly, this around. woman is the love of Tatum's what? Uh, the love of Tatum's life? Yeah, after, because the one which woman, I didn't think they had a lot of chemistry on screen. Well, let me tell you, neither did anybody else on the internet. Like, <laughs> um, most of the time, uh, the reviews just go like this: Channing Tatum is wooden and dull and not a good actor. The, I disagree. I, I they always say that, and I always disagree. Exactly, me too. But these reviews are all like. The girl in this or wood is wooden and dull and is a terrible actress, and so nobody says anything about Tatum because she's so bad in the movie, from what I can tell. She doesn't. She's not the worst at all. Like she's fine. She's passable, yeah. especially for what kind of movie it is. But it would be nice if like there was if she brought anything. She like she's just reading off the page. Right. Like. She's as good as the girl from Supercross, in my opinion. You know, she's just kind of bland. Rose-colored glasses for really some of these movies. Oh like, no, those way. movies everyone's bad at. Well, yeah, but I th- I don't think she's very good, and I don't think anybody's like, not very good. But she's better than <laughs> those turds. I don't I don't agree. R- real quick, um, I mean, we're comparing like a breakfast sandwich from McDonald's to straight up shit on the floor to a breakfast sandwich from Hardee's, in my opinion. Which yeah. Hardee's is way better. This woman is a breakfast sandwich from a fast food restaurant. That's how good she is. Hardee's, yes. And then the woman from Supercross is, is a dog's runny, gr- gross gr- McGriddle that people seem to like, and I don't get it. Okay, if you just need to hijack my metaphor, you can. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Real quick, though, there's a movie that my sister loved, and I'm not sure if it was an actual movie or like a straight-to-DVD rental, but it's called Coyote Ugly. Did you ever see that movie? Mm-hmm. That's a real movie people liked. It's another version of this movie. That's what I was going to say. This movie is basically that movie with dudes, and it's rated R. Because I think Coyote Ugly is probably rated PG-13. I think I saw Coyote Ugly, Coyote Ugly, for the record, I've, you know, I just want to say, I watched, I didn't want to watch Magic Mike with a completely sober brain. <laughs> <laughs> so if I, that's why I'm burping and slurring, just a, just a skosh. That's a party episode, dude. Well, because to me, I was explaining to a friend of ours, like, why we made this decision. I was like, I don't know, it kind of feels like a concert movie. Oh, like, yeah. It kind of feels like we, we should record it right after, because like, that's when we're going to be like the most energized to talk about it. Yeah, but it's kind Because I don't think it's a movie that I should be thinking about for four days after we watch it. I understand why the trailer would make you think that, but after watching the movie, I think, like, 21 Jump Street would be more fun in that aspect. Like, we after watching... If we yeah. watched that movie together, we'd be like, oh, shit, let's party. This movie was like, oh, that's kind of a bummer ending, and also not an ending at all, and I don't really know what to think. Well, it is an ending. Channing Tatum comes, you know, he changes at the end. <laughs> he, he comes, he has a... Uh, he's... He, Kind of follows the hero's journey. But he's a complete dick through the whole movie. Is he? He's a sweetheart. I win. He brought his binder to the bank, Cody. The only time... That whole scene is just for you to be like, look at this dumb, yeah, smart baby. Look at this guy <laughs> who's been like... The only time he's sweet is when he's trying to get somebody to come to the strip club or bang him. Other than that, he's like a dick all the time. When he's like... He to? When he looks at that girl's furniture, he's like, oh, what is this? <laughs> oh, it's a knockoff? Okay. Well, that's still cool, whatever. You know, like... Uh, when he like just shows up at her house dressed like Marilyn Monroe for no reason and that wakes her up, it's hilarious. It is, but it's a dick move. It's a funny is it a thing. Dick move? Because it's seven a.m. You're bothering everybody. Get out of here. Yeah, because you're handsome. That part needed a lot of explanation for me. Because you can start the sunbar, sunbar, the sandbar party at three p.m. Yeah. So they got to start it right at the fucking seven a.m. Right in the morning because it's July fourth and people care about that. So like, are we supposed to know then that they're all on drugs? <laughs> I don't know, and, and yeah, it's it, so weird to me that it, it was he was there at seven a.m. That means he was getting ready. He woke up at six, or had been up all night partying. Well, yeah, we just we did talk during the movie that he doesn't sleep. Like there, there's never a time where he even looks tired. He looks wasted, but he never even looks tired. 
I, I think is it. Are we just supposed to assume he's on ecstasy the whole time? Does he ever actually take ecstasy in the movie? Because he he drinks. He definitely does it that when they're in the club and he's super sweaty. Oh, he definitely looks like that's after he ecstasy. found out that Olivia Munn was married. was getting married and that Matthew McConaughey was. Basically tell him to go fuck himself. Yeah, yeah. He had a rough night. That might be the only time, though, because other than that, he just drinks and does the G. I think ecstasy is common. Is it? In this, in this lifestyle. I bet. I would assume it probably is. In G. G. Movie just goes, hey, this is G. You know what that is, right? You're cool. <laughs> I'm like, no. I don't fucking... I'd... Cut to me on my phone next to Cody going like, what is G? Yeah. I guess I... it's it's like uh, people do it. It's like it just makes it's like ecstasy, but it's like more you feel more drunk. Where ecstasy is like more speedy. You're like hyper. Yeah, it loosens you up and makes you want to swing your dong. I guess because all the strippers do it before they go out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured. I was like, well, all right, cool. And then uh, I mean, there was, okay, you're right. So the penis pump gag that was definitely made for laughs. That was so funny. Though. That was funny for sure. When it's just <laughs> his dick. That's the only dick we see. Yeah, that and silhouettes of dicks. That's, silhouette. that's a thing. That's like, probably a fake dick, though. It's hardly each time probably a stripper movie. Because like see any dick, the whole you movie. see as much skin on the beach as you do here. I guess you can't like rub There's someone's more nuts naked on your beach. Women. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Like a hundred percent more naked. Well, we don't see any vaginas. No, that's true. But you see a lot more men nipples than women nipples. But you do <laughs> see a lot of women nipples. I'm kind of blown away. I didn't see a, a single dong. Really? Well, I did. If there was ever a movie where. There was gonna be some dong. I could rightfully assume. <laughs> yeah, that'd be this one. You see, you see more dick in, in Twenty One Jump Street. Do you? Oh yeah, <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah, uh, you do see a lot of butt. There's a ton of butt in this. There's movie. a ton of butt, which I don't. You know, doesn't do it for me. You know, Men's I'm not butts. gay. <laughs> I didn't want the podcast to turn into that. Like I didn't oh, like sure. the movie because I didn't like it. I don't even want to do this. Oh, it's like, no. I, I ain't gay. My favorite parts were the parts where the dudes were dancing because you're not supposed to have a story there. And I was like, oh, this is fun. Watching Kevin Nash like <laughs> mope around in the back is Kevin so Kevin Nash great. is giving the best unintentional comedy. <laughs> he is. If you just like stop watching Channing Tatum in the foreground and look at Kevin Nash in the background, it is so funny yeah. to imagine his like 50-year-old brain being like, <laughs> all right. Just doing it for you, ladies. He's 100% older than 50, probably closer to 60, 65. He looks great for 60. He, yeah, he does look great, but his knees don't work, and he's basically doing the monster mash in the background at all times. Everybody else is doing jumping jacks, and he's just doing the monster mash. That is the best example. <laughs> when it's five of them on stage, four are doing jumping jacks, Kevin Nash is just doing his arms up and down. Because <laughs> you know, like, Steven Soderbergh was like, all right, so do the jumping jacks. He's like, whoa, Steve, let me come talk to you for a second. Yeah, come here, brother. I cannot do that. Brother, I can't do jumping jacks. Come here for a second. And that scene where he tells him to put the lotion on is like, he's really funny. Oh, that's great. Yeah. No, Kevin Nash rules. And by all accounts, uh, he never did anything real wild in the locker rooms in WWE. He's walked in on some stuff. You like, are, for the listener, a big wrestling fan. Especially 90s wrestling. I know quite a bit about it. But there's, okay, so I just want to say. Uh, there's a, a Scott Steiner. You know who Scott Steiner is, right? Steiner Brothers. Did you wear makeup or anything? No, 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 no. no. I don't know. Okay, the Steiner Brothers were, were two tag team wrestlers. They would like haze people all the time. They like duct tape new wrestlers to urinals and do a lot of like terrible shit to people. I've heard of this. One time they duct tape a dude to a table and were just putting pencils in his butthole because they thought no, that was funny, that's right? Assault. Well, here's the, here's part of that story. Kevin Nash walks in. He's telling the story. It's on YouTube. He walks in and and they're like, "Hey, you want in on this?" And he goes. That's a felony. And he just turns around and walks out. And he's like, nope, don't want any part of that. So Kevin Nash, by all accounts, never, you know, did weird shit like that. Before, like, 
<clears throat> the hazing like frat stories I heard before. I I didn't know anybody that was in a frat, but like I'd heard frat stories before I went to college, and it, there's so much about putting stuff in dudes' butts. Yeah. What's the deal? I mean, why? Uh, why? Well, I, I have no desire to put anything in any man's butt. <laughs> Not even a little bit. We just, uh, I just want to make them uncomfortable so you know they're bros for life. Why not have a pizza party? <laughs> That's what we did, and we watched Magic Mike. <laughs> yeah. What was... Uh, and I bet we're closer than those two assholes. And less gay. The- <laughs> <laughs> we That's watched- not my criticism of it. <laughs> well, first of all, it's not a criticism. Like, those dudes would totally... I, I, Listen, okay. two consenting adults want to shove stuff up their butt. That's great. Yes. But usually in these frat house scenarios, it is not consent. Yes. Consensual. And let's... Be honest, frat houses are probably one of the most homophobic places you can be, but then they're doing the most homoerotic thing you can do. All. I think yeah. they're probably some of the most homophobic places on earth. Yeah, doing the most homoerotic thing you can do. Putting things in each other's butts. Yeah, why? Why, that, do you, why would you want to do that? It's the same reason that the plugged in guy watched Cody, Magic Mike. If I was like those guys in that story, and I was like, hey Cody, we're going to go put the <laughs> up Marcus's butt. You want in on it? You'd be like, no. I'm a normal person. I would, I would say, why not a pizza party instead, dude? That sounds like I'd be like, you're right. Yeah. I was thinking weird. Not a whole lot to talk about in this movie, honestly. Yeah, I mean, is. you think so? Yeah, well, what do you got? Why is it called Magic Mike? Well, his name's Magic Mike. That's stupid. Okay. <laughs> That's like really straight up dumb. I get that it's called that because it looks good on the poster, and Channing Tatum's the star, and he's... I think the most famous person in the movie at the time. McConaughey. Probably still. You don't think McConaughey? I mean, thinking about the body of work that he had before Magic Mike came out versus McConaughey's body of work. What? Well, yeah, well, McConaughey, is he still just... I think this is pre-True Detective. Pre-True Detective, but after... And I think he's just the guy in all the things I hate. Not 10 Things I Hate About You. What is that? How to Lose a Guy. How to Lose a Guy. Yeah. But But he's huge for those movies, though. Yeah. Sahara, I think, was one of them. That's a really bad... Fool's Gold. Yeah. He was in two really weird not action movies. Yeah. But I don't... And that dragon movie. He was in a dragon movie. Do you want to just yeah, talk about Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> Sorry. What dragon movie? See, you do. It's called like Braveheart. Not Braveheart. Uh, <laughs> Drag- it's called like Dragonheart or some shit. Man, that sounds stupid. He's bald. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he's fucking bald. Those were like the early 2000s. Yeah. That movie rules. Hey, listener, if you want to know what it sounds like after we stop podcasting, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, why is this movie so fucking yellow? I know we talked oh, off yeah. mic about it, but I want to bring it up on mic because, like, have you seen that meme of like what Mexico looks like, what a director thinks Mexico looks like? <laughs> and it's just a yellow sheen. Yeah, that's what this movie is for but, my for Tampa, and it's not consistent. That's the thing. It's it's yellow, like really, really yellow for like three or four scenes that go on for too long. That's but the, the whole movie's not yellow. Well, that's what I kind of thought was... I thought something was going on where, like... So in the club, it's very pink and blue, and it's like a fantasy world. And then, like, the real world's yellow, and it's kind of ugly and blah, yeah. blah, blah. But, like, it's not consistent with that idea, because there's, like, nice and cute scenes with Tatum and the lady, well, which yeah. I don't think are supposed to be dark and ugly. And then there's a dark and ugly scene where it's pink and blue when he goes in there, and Matthew McConaughey reveals that... Uh, he's a piece of shit. Right. He's like, fuck you, Tatum. Go fuck yourself. Blah, blah, blah. So I don't, I think it's just, I don't think there's a lot behind the decision to make the movie pink and blue and <laughs> like three scenes <laughs> and mostly yellow. Well, me. here's the thing, Clayton. So far, I've seen two uh, Soderbergh movies and they're both shot pretty dumb. So I don't know that I trust this dude to not shoot a movie stupid. 
I think he got it got away from him color wise. I think it's shot fine, like just normally. Like there's nothing that crazy happening. No, that's I like true. Well, I like what he does a lot where he lets a wonder be a wonder, where he just lets the scene just exist and they're not doing a lot of cuts all around. They just yeah. let people talk for like you know, like sixty to ninety seconds, which yeah. is not normal. No, I think for that a works. Movie like this, they do, you would think it'd be a lot of cuts. And yeah. Like, Really flashy, where he just lets people sit in a room and talk. And he also seems to but set it's the camera. Yellow. <laughs> he like sits the camera off, so like they're the focus of the of the shot. But you see a lot in their back on the background, like the mini golf scene where like the brother was like walking up to him. Like you see that dude walking up to him. Yeah, from a he likes far to make it really away. wide. Like yeah. it looks like you're watching. Him. Like in that haywire scene where it was just a silhouette at the airport, and I was annoyed the whole time. That didn't none of, a shot, shot like that didn't happen in this movie. But the color was off, and there was a lot of, like, inside-the-car dialogue. Like, a lot of driving inside-the-car dialogue. We're going to have a long conversation one day. We're going to start a whole podcast about <laughs> how things should be shot when two people are in a car. Oh, yeah. The Cody, Gardet, Cody Carcast. Well, I just don't think that they should have been in the car that whole time. <laughs> Which part? Which scene? Well, they're in, in the truck movie? for a long time. They're in a Which car movie? for a long No, the Magic Mike. And Haywire, both. But Haywire was shot dumb, because it was all shot from outside the window. No, it wasn't. But yes, it was. On. <laughs> it's bad. Anyway, what do you... Again, I don't have more notes, dude. What do you got? Um, Marilyn Monroe Channing Tatum was really fine. It was. I liked it a yeah, lot. I liked it, yeah. I wrote down, is Miami really a big step up from, from Tampa? From Tampa? Am I meant to feel like that's kind of sad that they think that's a huge deal? But I mean, I'm just some guy from Missouri, so I don't know. I Like, if we live in Columbia, Missouri... If I was like, dude, we're going to Kansas City. Yeah. You'd be like, that's not a huge deal, Clay. <laughs> right. But <laughs> it I've is got, a bigger deal, but it's not like our lives are going to change that much. I've got friends that live in Kansas that vacation in St. Louis. And to me, it's like, I, I can go to St. Louis in the afternoon, you know? So St. Louis is a big deal, but it's not to us, you know? Yeah. But how far is Tampa from Miami? I don't know. And at, as at, as the time of this recording, Tampa might not be as popular, but they're about to win the Super Bowl. So when this releases, they might be the most popular city ever. Well, it's, it'll be like two weeks before this is out. What? Two weeks until this is out? Oh, I know. That's what I mean. Super Bowl. Two weeks. No? It's like three weeks? I don't know. Anyway. That's a week off. doesn't matter. Angels or demons? Yeah. What kind of drugs, dude? That sucks. Nobody's... I thought... Well... I know a guy that's bought drugs a lot. Yeah, he's sure. described it to me in detail. I'll just say that. <laughs> and nobody's ever been like, hey man, angels are demons. Yeah. Not really even fucking close to something like that. <laughs> you know what they do? They go, hey, what drugs would you like? Okay, I have them. Well, because you have, you can't, you literally, if you're that coy, they're going to be like, something's off. I don't know, man. You've never also, or your friend has also never been in a situation where the same guy that just sold you those angels lets you motorboat, then bang his wife. That was after he bought the drugs. I know, that's what I mean. You've never, like, that person that you're describing has also never been in that situation. You don't know. You don't know what my friend gets up to. <laughs> that's true. I, I would like to talk to this completely this, fake person. I'd like to meet this person. Yeah, uh, he sounds cool. Um, uh, don't give strangers ecstasy. Yeah. That was really weird. Don't give Like, if I found out you did that. Like, yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> Not even you, because that'd be insane. But, like, a friend of mine, <laughs> I'd be like, that'd be a little... That'd it's, be something I remember to be like, I don't know if I want to be friends with Especially that at a sorority party. And we can describe it for the listener. Basically, Channing and the kid are fake cops 
and they come in and they've been hired to strip for these girls. Ooh, Why a fun night? And but it's a sorority, and so and they, they invited all their boyfriends for some reason. That's what I was curious about. Uh, again, having dudes there is one thing, but the dudes like, did you give my girlfriend ecstasy? It's like that's your girlfriend. Rightfully dude? so. He should be. Cool. He, he should, should be, be very sad. Yeah, because the guy is a dry humping his girlfriend. B tongue kissing his girlfriend and then gives her ecstasy. He's yeah. It's a hey, rough night, man, dude. If my partner wants to. Go hang out with a stripper and do all the things that strippers do. That's great. I don't want to fucking be there. Yeah. I don't want to be in the house. Yeah, well, so if my wife came home and said, I got a lap dance from a stripper, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. But if she was like, you know, some dude was tongue-fucking me. Like, and then gave me ecstasy. <laughs> I, even the ecstasy part. Like, don't, kissing is intimate. I don't, you know. Strippers don't kiss. I don't even I, Well, strippers. McConaughey was like, don't kiss. And this guy was like, I'm kissing them all. I'm going to kiss every one of them. Um, is that his, is that is that seriously like his thing? I, well, he kissed at least three women he was he was dancing with. That can't be common. No, no, no. no you for can't sure. be kissing strangers all the time. You'll get sick. Yeah, COVID, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Not just COVID, like other diseases. Yeah. And uh, why would you want to? Someone's probably not nice to kiss. Well, because they might give you twenty dollars. <laughs> And to be fair, this isn't the first weird kiss movie with Chain Tatum's done. Uh, fucking, well, she's she's the man. The kissing booth. That's weirder, actually. If, if a stripper makes out with you, that's less know, weird man. than a line of dudes to kiss one girl, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I They're do both know. Very weird. I would rather Haley say, "I got a lap dance from a dude, and he kissed me deeply." Than, "Hey, tomorrow I'm going to set a sign out front, and anyone with a dollar gets to kiss me on the mouth." Yeah, but they're just pets. <laughs> I don't fucking care, dude. I, like the one stripper. Where this dude was like tongue down the throat. I think I'd take it, man. It's a would you rather situation. It was one, one very intense kiss or twenty little pecs kiss. Yeah, because that's a lot of that's a lot of weirdos. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't get to pick because yeah, because the stripper it's his job to make you horny. You know what I mean? And so that's just helping you become more horny. The dudes that are paying you a dollar, the, it's your job to make them horny now. And that sucks. Is that the point of a kissing booth? What else would be the point of a kissing booth? I know. That's why it <laughs> sucks. It sucks a lot. They're not real, right? No, they were real for sure. Dude. I've only seen them in movies and TV. I think we're rehashing probably the same conversation we had. That's fine, dude. People are tuning in. Yeah. They're like, no, I need to know more of what they think about <laughs> kissing booths. Anyway, so they're, they, they do that. The kid slips her ecstasy, and then her boyfriend busts a beer bottle over his head, and then, like... Rightfully so. Yeah, and then there's, like, kind of a fight. I mean, it's not as... I mean... Between him and Tatum and the kid and the group? Yeah. Yeah, they mostly just get the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, they take off. Without getting paid, which is what spirals the entire conversation. Well, it's not that they didn't get paid. It's that he left ten grand... He, for some reason, brought his ten grand worth of ecstasy to the sorority party. But McConaughey was mad they didn't get paid. That's what he well, said. Well, that's what he first thought he should be upset about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he would learn. Yeah. Don't. Which, what? This, these sorority girls, maybe they have money. <laughs> I don't think you can sell 10 grand of your ecstasy. Oh, I think night. I just would have went back and been like, hey, I'm an adult. I'm going to take that backpack Yeah, what's back. scarier? These drug dealers that will break into your house for their 10 grand or these nerds <laughs> at true. a sorority house? That's true. Yeah, just go back and get it. Yeah, I mean, if you're that upset about it. Yeah, well, I'm sure you know someone with a gun. You're already in deep. Go in there, say, "Hey, this one's real. This gun is real." Give also, me, honestly, me. you could be like, "Just give me my shit back." I think they would do it. I don't know, man. A bunch of tough guys that are dating sorority girls are like, "What are they gonna do with it?" They're gonna be like, "No, dude, fuck you." And then you gotta be like, "Yo, I have a gun. Give it back." And then they give it to you. Okay. I guess if the especially if the sorority 
girls' boyfriends find out that there's ecstasy in your bag. Oh, yeah. Then they're like, well, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> exactly. Taking the ecstasy. Everybody in the house is just OD'd anyway. <laughs> like, they found $10,000 of ecstasy, so they're all just popping them. They're, they're done. Some of that lady and her pig. Well, the pig was unnecessary. The movie just comes and goes. They're just like, yeah, she has a pig. Yeah. Like, can we talk about it? I mean, sure. No, I mean, like, me to Steven oh. Soderbergh or whoever. Like, yeah. Is that a metaphor? Also, that supposed to mean something. She's not gonna want that pig later. That's what bums me out. Like the pig's cute, right? But when the pig becomes a full-grown pig, she's like, I can't yeah. take care of you. There's no such thing as teacup pigs. Did you know that? No, it's a scam. Oh, poor yeah. pigs. Yep, they grow up to be big, and then people just get rid of them. Yeah, we had a pot-belly pig growing up, and <laughs> it was a and house. We ate him. <laughs> well, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> he was a house. He was like a house pig. And then he got big, and then he was just out in a cage for a long time. It's oh, pretty sad. Bummer. Pretty sad story. I've heard it's not <laughs> unlike having a dog, if you have a pet pig. Uh, they're a lot bigger, and they're not like... Yeah, cu- but like they're on the same like uh, mental capacity. Sure, right? sure, sure, but they're not cuddly. You know what I mean? What? That stinks. Yeah, because they're not like soft at all. They seem soft. That, that, yeah, that's... Imagine like a man with like very tight skin <laughs> cuddling with you. Why is it tight? Because they're like big and round, like they feel like they're gonna bust open. They're not really that cool to hang with, to be honest. No, that's you're like, yeah, you're disillusioning a lot of. <laughs> they're cute when they're little, right? But then they get like they become just big old round well, annoyances. I, fo- I follow these Instagrams of the cute animals, <laughs> and every once in a while, pet pig shows up, but they always have they always seem nice. Maybe they are, but the one I had, Remember Varsity Blues. Remember that one? Yeah, but that, there's no way that pig survived. There's like probably three or four different survived movies. Survived what? The filming of the movie? <laughs> yeah, there's probably three or four different pigs playing that one pig, dude. Uh, do you know about Milo and Otis? Yeah. But there's like 30 Mido- Milos and Otis's. Yeah, because <laughs> they were... killed a lot of animals for that's, the movie. That scene, at the the waterfall scene. Particularly that one, yeah. Yeah. I I own that movie on DVD, and I've watched that scene, and it's it's rough to know what happens. Yeah, how can you movies. watch that and be like, oh, those dogs are fine. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, my last note, or last two notes that I just read off, uh, where Tatum's like, I'm not my lifestyle. I was like, yeah, you are. Yeah, you kind of are, dude. Everyone is their lifestyle. Well, That's especially thing to think about. when he's constantly, like, doing his lifestyle. Like, if he were to strip and... and How are you, if... I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Well, if you, like, stripping and grind on girls' faces and then going home... Sure, but he stays, he gets wasted, and he goes to clubs, and he fucks a bunch of girls, and it's like, dude, you, you are a male stripper lifestyle. Like you, you, well, what? it's like, well, I've just made it a bigger sense. Like, everyone is what they're doing all the time. How are you yeah. not what you were doing all the time? Well, I think what he meant to say, really, was I'm not my character on stage. It's kind of what he said. Like, what, do you think I'm just grinding on people's faces every day, all the, like the movie theater? Just go grind on people's faces or whatever? It's like, well, it's like yeah, you seem to do that. I, yeah. I've been watching the movie. Yeah. <laughs> you are that dude. Like, he's like, you don't believe me when I say... It's like, no, you haven't proven yourself at all. And that's what I mean with him being an asshole. It's like, dude, like, you want everyone to be like, yes, I trust you, and I'll be like, you told her you were going to take care of her brother, and he, like, almost deed on your floor and then like you've just been a shitty dude that got his way because he's cute you know he's kind of my least favorite kind of person That's to be like, honest what I figured out halfway through the movie or at least halfway to three quarters like that's what the movie is is it's just a man child learning to be an adult yeah but not really because the movie ends at the exact moment he realizes he wants to be an adult because he cries <laughs> in the car <laughs> That's really it. And then he's like, let's get breakfast. He doesn't have a plan. Was he homeless the next day after that? Well, he's got that badass house. He's That's g- my next note. Is like, how are you this poor? And your house looks amazing. I don't think he's poor, though. He just saves a bunch of money. He's got $10,000 just to, like, give away. Listen, I'm not... I'm an adult. 
ten grand doesn't really impress me anymore. Oh sure, but if it's in a safe, it's like yeah, you know. his house is nice enough that he has a fucking wall safe. Yeah, it's also another like get mortgage your house and start this business you want so yeah. bad. What are you doing trying to get what's what piddly loan were they going to give you? <laughs> yeah, where the he, down payment was thirteen grand. He's trying to start. Yeah, he was trying to start a business. And he has where, a truck that seems nice. Yeah, he makes furniture out of uh, just trash. From what I can tell, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand why that. He's a, he has a dream. Sure, he has a dream. So take that thirteen grand and turn tables into tra- trash into tables and sell it. Flip it, dude. That's kind of how I thought. Because he lives on the fucking beach. It's another Dear John situation where it's like, oh, you're handsome and white. You live on the beach. Cool. <laughs> like that's not like every one of these movies are. I did. I did for the list. I turned to Cody twenty minutes in. I was like, this movie just looks. It's like a peek into like it must be really awesome to be a hot dude. That's what it is. <laughs> like you know? everything is just handed to them. This whole movie, they're just like, dude, would you like to sleep with this woman? Would you like to get drunk over here? What do you want to do? You're a hot man in Tampa. Do you say Tampa Bay? You say Tampa. They never say Tampa Bay. Yeah, they don't say Tampa Bay. But you know what I'm just now realizing? How much in common this movie has with Supercross. I think if those two brothers grew up, they could have become the kid and Mike in this movie. Just like in Tampa, being fucking racers, they'd be kings. If you make Supercross, you have Steven Soderbergh direct it. (laughs) Yeah. You do Channing Tatum, and who's the other guy? Uh, the, other, the brother The dude from Breaking Bad What's his name? Aaron Paul? Sure, he's the first person that came to mind They don't look like brothers Neither do Does anybody in movies we Okay, but like <laughs> Very different vibe Aaron Paul would put off You don't think that Aaron Paul Could play the char- the kid character? They're basically the same dude And Magic Mike? Yeah No Really? No, what? No. I saw it Like Family Values to her kid But he out, like he was just born in the wrong year I think so Okay Put a pen. We'll just we'll just move on. <laughs> Eject. <laughs> Eject. All right. You ready for for some games, Clay? Yeah. Uh, just I'm not going to be able to participate in like the the games where we have a chanting uh, the the Candy Tatum or oh can, chanting Tatum. Chanting Tatum. I don't have anything. I got them. I got those. Don't worry. about I do you. have one for chanting Tatum. Actually, I just misspoke. Plotheads. Plotheads is where. Uh, IMDb has a thing called plot keywords for each film, and they're usually pretty bonkers, and I like to have Clayton guess the top five. An example, today I looked up at the word job on uh, IMDb. What do you think the number one movie, most popular movie of the time for job is Baby Driver? I don't know. I mean, they do a job. Nice job in the sense of, like, criminals. Right. Got one last job. Now, usually these are pretty dumb, but these are actually, I think you could probably guess maybe all of them. To be Don't put that you. pressure on me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you told me to go. Usually, give me a clue. Yeah, but like the, the clue time. is these movies describe Magic Mike. Are these male the, stripper? There it is. Number one, male stripper. Great <laughs> job. What do you think the number one male stripper movie on IMDb is? And guess what? You're not going to get it. Magic Mike. No, it's XL. <laughs> it's the proposal with Ryan. I guess there's male strippers in that movie. I've seen it, but I don't remember that. Is that Sandra Bullock and him? That's it. Yeah, yeah. Where? Why? Why did? Why did they get married? It's like a uh, fake marriage. Yeah, she's got to pretend to be married for something. She's his boss. Yeah, or something. I don't know. I just remember there's the joke in the trailer where they wake up together, and she's like, "Oh, are you happy to see me?" And he's like, "It's the morning." <laughs> and it's like that is a scenario. I think ninety nine percent of men have gone through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. This uh, the hint you have for this is um, there's none of this in the movie. 
class. <laughs> Male nudity. Yeah, well, I mean... If, Full frontal. Not if you don't, yeah, yeah, if you don't count butts. You don't see a dick. Not one in the movie. I mean, you pretty much do. When they're in, like, the kitchen locker room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the penis pump. But that's easily The penis pump, and, which might be fake. Because it's, like, blurry I think it is, and out yeah. of focus. But, like... But I'm just saying when the dudes are just, like, hanging out. And they're just, like, in their stripper uh, speedos or whatever. Yeah. Thongs. They don't leave a lot to the imagination. No, they don't, but... You can kind of see some dawn. None of those dudes are brave enough to just whip it right out. And to be honest, Tatum's dick probably looks weird after getting burnt in half. So This is years after the Eagle. Whatever, man. No, it's not. It's really not that far from the Eagle. It was was like maybe a year and a half. Well, he said, and you told me this, that it grew back surprisingly fast. You would say that, though. You know what I mean? You want people to think you have a weird dick, dude. All right, what do you think the number one male nudity movie is on IMDb? And I'll give you a hint. I've never seen it, and you probably haven't either. It came out last year. That was our clues. Uh, it came out last year? Uh-huh. Fuck. No idea. Pieces of a Woman. Oh, is that movie's... The number one male nudity movie. Uh, Did you see that? No, it's on my list. It's supposed oh, okay. to be really dark and sad. I think it's a woman that... It's about a lady that's got a baby, and then it doesn't doesn't go well. Well, I just think it's funny. Not the movie; I haven't seen it. That it's the yeah, num- it's comedy. Did it's, I mention that about a dead baby? <laughs> it's the number one male nudity movie called Pieces of a Woman, and I just think that's funny for some reason. That is kind of funny. My uh, next guess is to be Antichrist. Oh, that do you know what the second or third wild, one was? Dude, no, I don't. Oh, I bet that was in there. There's a lot of male nudity in there. I can't watch that movie. That movie's fucked me oh, up. Oh, it's a t- bad movie. Yeah, it's so stupid. I've only seen the the scene where that girl like cuts her own clit off or whatever, and that fuck. That's the whole movie. The whole movie is, is just like, can you believe we're doing this? Yeah, I can it's see like that. that's not a movie. Yeah, weren't they like banging in the shower and their kid jumped out a window? <laughs> that's the whole point. The whole point of the movie is that they're banging and the kid jumps, just leaps out of the window. <laughs> like, he really does, and the whole movie is just them dealing with that, and then. The majority of the movie is that they go to this cabin in the middle of nowhere, and then she starts to lose her mind. Yeah. Well, that's why she chops her uh, clit off. That sounds awful. And then, here's the best part, most okay. memorable part. Listener, if you want spoilers for this horrible movie, check out now. But everyone remembers this movie for the fact that she stabs his testicles. Oh, yeah, with something, And then jerks him off, because he can get hard, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And then he comes blood yep, everywhere. Yep. That happens. It is the worst piece of shit movie. I yeah. hate it so much. Who's the guy? I like Havoc more than that movie. Isn't Green Goblin in that movie? Yep, it's Willem Dafoe. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. He makes some weird choices. But he's I like usually him. good. I like him most times. Yeah. Did you watch The Lighthouse? Yeah, he's fucking great. People liked it. I thought it's... The podcast I listened to about it, it was too weird for me to be like, I'm going to actually watch this movie. I don't know. I feel like Cody Gardette would watch it and like be like, I thought it was hilarious. I probably would. Yeah, yeah. The guy, the podcast I listened to, they thought it was hilarious. There are jokes in it. Yeah. But like the way you thought Midsummer was hilarious. Yeah, that's like, Cody, I don't think that's the way to enjoy that movie. Yeah. Well, you don't tell me how to enjoy things. So why do you think the uh, third plot keyword is? Give you a hint. It's half of one that we had earlier. Stripper. Stripper. Yes. So what do you think the number one stripper movie is? Give you a hint. Striptease. Give you a hint. Shares a co-star with this film. Magic Mike Eckwood stuff? Double XL? No, but I'm excited to see that one. I heard it's funnier. I haven't seen it. Um, Why did this movie as a sequel? Wolf of Wall Street. It's the number one stripper movie. Yeah, I guess there are strippers in that movie. I guess. I don't remember strippers in the movie. They um, have crazy cup parties. I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah. The fourth plot keyword is one word. 
and it's a good time. Drugs. Party. <laughs> uh, number one party movie, I'll give you a hint. Project you haven't X. seen it, but it's on your list. How do you know it's on my list? Because I said it a moment ago. Pieces of a woman. Yep, pieces of a woman. It's an everyone party movie. So this movie is about a baby that didn't make it. Is this is the number one party movie really pieces of a woman? Yeah. And the number one taglines are party and male nudity. Well, they're not taglines. They're well, plot keywords. Plot keywords. Are very different. They are <laughs> the taglines. It's actually taglines true. try to make sense. That's uh, true. I, maybe this movie's more wild than you think it is. Um, I don't think it's a comedy. Well, you might. I be don't wrong. think it's supposed to be fun. Last plot it's keyword. Got the British lady from Mission Impossible Fallout in it. Yeah, no, you didn't get party. I was gonna say if you get this one, you might get them all. But four out of five is not yeah, bad. You said I get all these. I know party wasn't hard. You got three. The best you've ever done. The last one is where they work. Tampa. Fuck you, strip club, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess if I thought about it for yeah a moment more. What's the number one strip club movie? I said strip tease like four times in a row, so why not? It's The Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> Isn't that okay. Crazy? Yeah, weird. Yeah, see, that one's so fun. It should have been more fun, but... It's never fun for me. But I think it's always It's fun. always you just sh- naming, like... <laughs> no, it's not, idiot. It's something you could never <laughs> imagine it was. You got it right this time. You got I, a bunch I of know, them right. But it's, the game is like, I don't. I still don't understand it. And it'll never make sense to me. And it's mostly just Cody saying nonsense words. It's, uh, it's, it's, you just only being wrong. And that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's probably part of it. Yeah. So, Chanting Tatum. This is where we take our favorite Chanting Tatum quotes. You said you had one. Well, I always do one that's not. You do Chanting Tatum. I it's do true. just a quote from somebody else in the movie. Uh, I thought it was really funny when, uh, I don't know, what Chuck Mangione, whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> Joe Maganinelli or whatever? You don't know either. It's better than Chuck Mangione. <laughs> Mangione. That's the trumpet player that owns the Walmarts and uh, Hank, King of the Hill, I think. Oh, uh, that's so funny. I, I don't know. Uh, but he just said, uh, he's like, I got a fire phobia issue. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really funny. That was a funny part. Uh, mm. Mine is more of a conversation, but I thought, it. well, I have one Channing Tatum that's just Magic Mike, and he says, how pregnant did you get that girl's mouth last night? Which I thought <laughs> was a really funny line. I didn't hear that at all. Yeah. I was writing or on my phone or something. Yeah, I actually saw that on IMDb, because I, I did all these before I saw the, watched the movie again, but then I saw that on the screen. All right, when this one. When did he one. say that? Uh, when they're walking into the house. Oh, okay. It's just like a one-off line? Yeah, okay. but what a funny thing to ask someone. How pregnant did you get that girl's mouth? Mike, good evening. You live here? Kim, yeah. Mike, yeah, what's your name? Kim, Kim, Mike, Kim, can you move back for me, please? And this is where it gets great. He says, we keep getting complaints about noise and underage drinking. Everybody sit down. We're going to be here for a while. You don't have anything sharp on you that I can stick myself with, do you? Because I do. And then he rips his pants off. His sharp thing is his dick. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna single that audio out. Yes. And that's gonna be a video that you can share on the Fading Pod. Good. Where you could like put a clip. Maybe it'll be the YouTube clip. Yeah. And it'll be you narrating it. <laughs> That'd be great. Please I'll do, do that. that. WWJDT, what would why would Jesus doubt Tatum? Listen, <laughs> I know you hate this segment. Really, Jesus would hate this movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna just get up for a moment. I don't know why Plugged In even watched this film. The only reason that I even looked there was because I know that they wrote down how many F-words and how many S-words were in the film, and I think that's really funny. Um, But negative elements for the film? Pretty much everything. How can you watch this trailer and think, 
hey, uh, I wonder if this will be a nice, wholesome Christian film for me to talk to my friends at church about. Yeah, who is, who is this? What's he doing this for? I know we say it every episode, but more, this is the most insane example yeah. of he thought. So this just confirms to me that he's an insane person. Because this guy genuinely thought that there would be families that are going to go, I hope this. Uh, I wonder yeah. if it'll be good for well, me and my Christian family. So every every review that he has, he has it broken down into elements, and one of those is spiritual elements. Like what is spiritual in the movie? And in this one, he literally says that at one point, Mike or uh, Matthew McConaughey's character says, "Haven't hasn't God blessed the boys of Tampa?" So that's his spiritual element: is that God gave these guys giant dicks, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like into it. He's like. Well, That's a good part of the movie. I don't know. It's just under the spiritual elements tab of Magic Mike on pluggedin.com. But real quick, I just <clears> wanted to know how many uh, how many times do you think they said the word fuck in the movie? Fifty. Ooh, way up. Hundred and fifty. How many times do you think they said the word shit? It's probably more. So it's Seventy-five. Thirty-ish. He says. He says ish. He did say ish. <laughs> All right. Not I'm going to bu- find out that this is you the whole time. I wish it was me. I you wish made I was... a fake website, and you just... It's been this, this Plugged in. huge com. long bit you've been doing. <laughs> I wish, man. That'd be awesome. Not Bill, P- not Bill Tatum, but Top Bill Tatum. Ah, I didn't even think of this. This is where I have Clayton try to guess the top four billing build actors and actresses <clears throat> in this film. This is going to be hard. Yeah. That's that's what you could... That's another tagline for the movie. This is going to be hard. <laughs> I literally wrote softcore porn at the top of my notes. It's not really though. I, well, that was like before the movie started. Yeah, yeah. For I was sure. gonna. I wanted. To, I wrote it because I thought I was like, if this is gonna be softcore porn, it's not gonna be fun. The movie is horny, but it could definitely be hornier for sure. I think so. Yeah, because it tries to be a movie. Yeah. The yeah. Last thirty minutes when it's like, it was like stripper boogie nights for an hour fifteen minutes. Yeah, with the worst director. Shut up. Who directed Boogie Nights? Well, I not Boogie Nights. Uh, I meant to say Days and Confused. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say Boogie Nights is definitely a famous director. I can't think of his name yeah, right now. Yeah, but I wanted you to also go. <laughs> who directed Days and Confused? <laughs> who knows? I don't know. I'm not defending that it's one. It's either Richard Linklater. Or oh, it is. It he, is. De- it's definitely Richard. It's either him or the guy I get him confused with. No, it's definitely it. Linklater for sure. I knew that. Okay. How? Because I like that dude's movies most time. Okay. Cameron Crow. I get him confused all the time. Oh, he made the the Jared one Aguirre. Noah. Did he? He made Noah? No, yeah. that's, uh, I think you're thinking of, uh, Darren Aronofsky. Did, does that dude made, made, oh, who He made knows? a Noah movie. It I was like dark and real. Oh, I thought that was Cameron Crowe. I'm wrong. Okay. Or maybe it was. Maybe I'm done. I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know. <laughs> All right, dude. Who's the top build in the movie Magic Mike? <clears throat> One to four. I'm not going to tell you. If you get it. Give you five dollars. That's the rules always. I've never won that five dollars. Yeah. I think I did it right once, but you didn't go for the five dollars. Yeah, I knew better. Um, I can't name four people in this movie. Sure, you can. I can name three. Name them. In this order, I think it's Channing Tatum, Matthew McConaughey, Olivia Munn, and then I don't know what character would you give it to. I can't even think of the fourth most famous person in this movie. You said the Joe Mello guy's name already, so you knew his name. 
And Kevin him? Nash. You said him, too. I can't Kevin tell Nash you. Kevin Nash is not the fourth billing person in this movie. <laughs> Doesn't matter anyway. You got it mixed up. It was Matthew McConaughey, number one. Really? Yep. Okay. Magic Mike himself, number two. Uh, number three is Olivia Munn. And number four is Alex Pettifer. And that's the kid. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But... I yeah, think I would have put Channing Tatum one as well. I mean, he is the title character. Yeah, he's Magic Mike. He's yeah. the poster of this movie is mostly him. Yeah, like literally, it's just like fucking him and then four dudes behind him. Yeah, that's our our fucking picture, dude. Well, it's us too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two much more handsome fellows. All right, Channing Tatum. This is where we read one star reviews and we defend our boy Channing Tatum, which honestly I think he needs to be defended in this movie because uh, he's not bad in the movie. I it's, gotta say, you've never, I've never. You've never asked me to defend Channing Tatum for this. <laughs> I just always have. Because people are just unreasonably stupid yeah. about him. Mostly it's like 12-year-old dudes being like, I'm not gay, so fuck Channing Tatum. Yeah. <laughs> so I wouldn't fuck him, so fuck him. Um, well, you always ask. There are 302 reviews on IMDb. 31 of them are one star. So That's a bad percentage. Well, I bet there's more one star. There's either one or ten and like very few in between. That's actually, yeah, I actually learned that because I clicked on some of these reviewers just to see what else they've done. And yeah, it's all one and ten, and it's yeah. hilarious. All right, this one <clears throat> starts, it's from Hannah Kinsella, October 2020, 2012. Real, real person. Yeah, seems like it. It would seem. Uh, she titles this worst film I have ever seen. Hannah, <laughs> I think you need to see more movies. Here we go. If you are If you are horny and married, then you will like this film just for the six-pack. But She's not either of those things, I guess. I guess not. But if you have any intelligence or have had sex within the last year, then you will know this film is bad. Also, just want to say, not a capitalized letter in the whole thing. Just so you know. When was this review written? 2012. Just shows how ridiculous America is. Such a twisted society. That don't try to make a fucking larger point, Hannah. <laughs> they make the worst films, i.e. this one and Homeward Bound. Dogs can't talk. What the? <laughs> okay. I would, I would honestly, very, I would love to talk to this person. <laughs> In real life, Hannah, if you're listening, by some miracle, you found this podcast. If you want to talk, follow me on Twitter, DM me. <laughs> I'm, it's just my name, Clayton Missler on Twitter. Please get in touch with This me. film truly displays what is wrong with the USA. Matthew McConaughey as <clears throat> a cowboy? Shocking. Can He's he not, not play other roles? I think he literally, <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't dress up as a cowboy. He has a cowboy hat at one point. It's boy. the kid and somebody else. Yeah. He's oh, that's, that might be true. Yeah. And Channing Tatum, what is he about? Is he a dancer, a comedic actor, a rom-com portrayer, a yes. stripper? Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. To all those things, he is. Step up five, Magic Mike takes over the streets. He just needs to seek professional help during his identity crisis by two exes. So she didn't watch the end of the movie. <laughs> Where the movie's like an indictment of this lifestyle. Well, and she also just gives him the best props, saying like, what is he, all these things? Yes. What is he, amazing? What is he, an actor <laughs> that acts differently sometimes? Yeah. I, I understand that one was long, but I thought it was way worth it. I mean, I don't know where this person's from, but when you're mad at the USA for Magic Mike and Homeward Bound, you gotta figure shit out, dude. Hannah sounds interesting. <laughs> I'm into it. She... Just out of nowhere pulls Homeward Bound into this. <laughs> Which is like a wholesome, normal movie that we everyone has seen. Yeah. And it's just like, you know what, America? <laughs> Here's what's wrong with you. Fuck you. You're making magic mics and Homeward Bounds? Dogs don't talk. <laughs> All right. Uh, she makes a lot more. Anyway. Sailor Narut- N- Naruto. Is that how you say that one? Naruto? 
I don't care. I don't either. Sailor Naruto. Those are cartoons for children. I want that on the record. It's from January 2013. Waste of time and money. <laughs> Shut up. I love how it starts. Sailor? Sailor Naruto? Sailor Naruto. Naruto. Whatever. I say Naruto. I was supposed to see Madagascar 3 with a friend, but he didn't show, so I went to see this instead. No, no. I what, wish I hadn't. What scenario are you like, well, <laughs> I did agree to watch Madagascar. I can't watch it without him. So I gotta go see Magic Mike. So I gotta see Magic Mike. And so I wanted to see if this person made a review for Madagascar 3, so I went to their page, and they had only had two reviews, and this is one of them. And I was like, why are you even going there? But, I love that like, his review starts with, like, listen, I didn't like, I didn't want to watch this. I just like bought a ticket. I wanted to see the third movie in a trilogy of cartoons no one's ever seen. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> listen, I know I could have just like stayed home and like not done anything. No, I like had to go in and watch it, because I was like already there. So. And, and then he ends, ends the review. I'm cutting out all the middle part, but the end is... I'm a gay guy, and this movie literally made me less gay. People, please. What? I think we should just stick to porn. Cheaper and more arousing. I mean, I guess if that's the only reason you want to watch this movie, then yeah. But I don't know why this person want to watch a movie. They wanted to see a cartoon about zoo animals that went across to the sea. I've seen it once. This guy's like clearly... This is, he's talking to the own, the voice in his head going like, why did you see Magic Mike? What, are you gay? And he's like, yes, but not like really, but like, <laughs> he's talks to a lot. He talks like. himself out of it. That's funny. The only other <clears> thing <throat> I have, August 23rd, 2012, William Lasagna said Tragic Mike. What, Bill Lasagna? William Lasagna. <laughs> Tragic Mike, I thought was a pretty funny title for a bad review. It's not bad. So... That's all I have. That's it? You don't have his review? You just have his title? Yeah, I didn't care about what he had to say. I just thought it was funny. <laughs> because honestly, a lot of people, a lot of the one-star reviews are about her and not about Channing Tatum. It's about how, like, how bad she is bad. and how there's really no story in the movie and how it doesn't have an ending. Those were the three things people really hated. And I understand. I kind of understand their beef with all of those things. I don't I guess. I don't I love just, the movie. I, gave, I put in the letterbox, I gave it three stars. Like I don't think it's... Oh, no, yeah, for sure. It's, it's not watchable. a bad movie. I'll probably never watch it again. Yeah, yeah. But I'm bummed I own it on Blu-ray. Not bummed, I guess, but I'll never watch it again, probably. It's not, like... It's not well-crafted. It also doesn't seem... It, it seems like it has an identity crisis of a movie. Like, it is this, like, slice of life. You're just this... You're watching the movie through this kid's eyes through, like, half the movie, and you're just like, oh, I'm experiencing this life and this lifestyle and all this stuff. And then halfway through the movie the person that you're supposed to be identifying with is selling ecstasy at a yeah. sorority, and you're like, uh, what, so what's my relationship with this movie all, all of a sudden? I'm just now realizing that there is a sequel to this movie, and at the end, he's like, I'm done. Don't spoil it. We gotta... Oh, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. No, I, <laughs> you know, I haven't seen the sequel, which also makes me realize if I liked this movie as much as I thought I did when I first watched it, because I never, I never watched it again. literally about every single movie we watched. Yeah, that's probably true. Except for the ones you like. 21 Jump Street I still like a lot. I liked it too a lot. I would say my top five, I like. I mean, The Vow I liked more than I did when I first watched it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like Magic Mike more than The Vow. But that's, we're stepping on Channing Rankham. Yeah, we gotta get to that. Well, we're going there next. Uh, last segment before Channing Rankham is Can He Tatum? Now, I know you didn't have one thought up, but did you think of one, maybe? No. I kind of have Because, two. again, I'll do that lazy thing I do every week. But I think it's true, where it's yeah. like... Just John Cena. I really... <laughs> I mean, if Kevin Nash is in this movie, that's why couldn't John Cena? I th- I don't. John Cena's not like adorable enough. Yeah, yeah that's you, true. You know, the part in the bank John Cena couldn't do. He also couldn't shake his hips. You know what I mean? Is I he is he hurt? Is he a fucked up? No, he just wrestler? seems kind of stiff. You know what I mean? <laughs> like he's got uh, chops, but not rhythm. I think isn't that the rub against him? If you're a wrestling fan, what? 
You're like, well, yeah, he's cut and can talk, but he can't like do the. Oh yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, for sure. He's not the best uh, athlete in the ring. Well, I said um, Eminem because part of me thinks this movie was kind of made for him. Eminem's too mean. Yeah, but I think that the, I think Magic Mike could do with a little more of a mean streak in him. But you know me; that's how I like my men. It's a little <laughs> more mean. Um, he's also not cut. I don't know. And it would be weird to see buff Eminem. I think he got buff for a while. I think he got pretty jacked for a minute. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure. I only know that he was an eight mile, and then had a drug problem. Every girl that I had back. a crush on in the trailer park had his poster up, and he looked pretty cut in those. I thought he was just skinny. Well, he would have like a wife beater on, but he would like his Sam. I don't know. You're right, but I think <laughs> the attitude works. But I also said any character from Saved by the Bell, Zach or AC Slater. I think Screech would make this movie hilarious. Uh, so well, you know, uh, the one woman did her version of this like years before. Yeah, in Showgirls. Uh, Showgirls, yes. And that movie sucks. See, I always get Showgirls and Striptease mixed up. I don't know the difference. I've never seen those movies. They're just strip Showgirls movies, right? is. It's like Havoc level bad. Yeah. It's really, really stupid. And the same way that Burlesque and Moulin Rouge are the same movie to me. I don't know. It's Burlesque. It's a movie. Oh. Is it? With like Cher. <clears throat> what? Yeah. Is it about? Burlesque. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about librarians? It'd <laughs> <laughs> be really funny if it was. So I don't know. But I do think um, those dudes, if this movie was made in like early 90s, those two handsome dudes from uh, Saved by the Bell could totally pull that off. I like that this movie got made. AC Slater, you know. Oh, totally, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> but I like that this movie exists. Sure. There's not... Like, it's such a wild idea of a movie. Like, I think so many things now get put through, like... Uh, I don't know. What am I... Why, why, why am I trying to be Andy Rooney about, like... <laughs> oh, they don't make movies like this anymore. It was, like, 2012. So. That is true, though. Like, we always say, like, movies are made 10 years ago. We go, well, they couldn't do that today. You know? It's like, yeah. It's, a, it, it's a different world. You could make this movie today, I think. It's, um, a, it's a Netflix movie, though. Yeah, and you might age people a little bit more than you did in this movie. He's I mean, 30. What? Can't tell you 30 in this oh, movie. Oh, I know, for sure. But the, the kid's 19, and they go to, like, the sorority house. And if you haven't seen the movie, the kid is not 19. He's, like, almost 40, probably. No, he, he's not <laughs> almost 40. <laughs> he he looks fuck. late 20s. Yeah. Mid to late. Yeah. He looks grown. He doesn't look like a 19-year-old boy. And then again, they made he's that... He's got full beard. They made that teacher movie. I didn't have a full beard when I was 19. Yeah, he's got You're better... You're going to explain to me you did, I'm sure. No, I would say he's got better facial hair than Tatum does, actually, which is funny. He can grow any. Yeah. King Tatum. Uh, the only flaw, yes, <laughs> as a man. Yep. Channing Rankham. This is where we rank our top <clears> five <throat> favorite Channing Tatum movies that we have watched so far. Um, I'm going to be honest, mine hasn't changed, man. I got number one, 21 Jump Street. Number two, The Vow. Number three, She's the Man. Number four, Step Up to the Streets. And number five, A Guide to Recognizing Our Saints. Um, mostly because, probably because of recency bias and because I want to shake things up. Uh, it's all the same except for the last one. <laughs> Guess what the last movie is. Uh, 21 Jump Street, number one, She's the Man, two, Haywire, three, The Vow, four, Magic Mike, number five. Yeah. I mean, it's... Because there were parts of it I really did like. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 but I, the ending is so bad that it does kind of... Or not the ending, but like the last yeah. 20 minutes where you're just like... I mean, to be honest, we checked the time a couple times. Like, the movie doesn't go by very quickly. Well, we don't watch a lot of movies together, but that's that's not uncommon for me to do. Really? Yeah. I only do that when I get kind of slightly bored. And I didn't... You checked the time more than I did, but I was like happy you did. I was kind of curious to where <clears> you're at in the movie. I'm, <laughs> I'm much more in my head watching movies and thinking about... I have a lot of anxiety. <laughs> That's yeah. part of it. And like, 
I'm yeah, so it's not crazy for me to. I look at my watch a lot, even in the theater. Oh wow! So. Okay. Well, um, IMDb is listed not change. It actually only got a six point one in IMDb, I'm which kind of blown away. I know. I thought that people liked it more. Rotten Tomatoes liked it a lot more. I mean, it was What's the Rotten Tomatoes score eighty four, eighty two. That's generous. Yeah, I mean, I would say audience score would be high like that. Like women cream their jeans over this movie. I know, but critically, hard. yeah, critically, it's high. Do you think? Do you think a lot of people were just like, "Hey, no, I actually like this Trooper movie." Yeah, I don't know. Was there an attitude like that around it at the time? Maybe when I was in the movie theater, everybody was just there to see dude butts. Yeah. You know, and am I wrong? Am I getting this mixed up with Fifty Shades of Grey? They played this in porn theaters. I could not tell you. I'm pretty sure the porn theater. I can't believe porn theaters are can be in business. What's the porn since the internet has been around? What's that place here in town? The porn, uh, the old Dunn, old Dunn Theater. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they played it there. I know they played Fifty Shades of Grey there because I was like, just watch fucking porn on your phone. Like, what are you doing? I don't know. Maybe they get bored. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I only really show porn uh, one million times in a row. Throw one magic mic in there. Yeah, I just like it, it was like a thing for like ladies to get their lady friends together and go oh, yeah, to these for movies. Sure. You would like that place. You, is... I say you, but like women I know did. Yeah, they'd have a little. They'd pregame just at the apartment and then they'd go watch. Just movies. do it at home. Like that place is covered in cum, dude. Like you don't want to be in that room. So, okay, I've never been to one, but. You say that, but my immediate reaction is like, I bet that place is fucking sparkless. Ugh. I bet they fucking really clean it up. Oh, dude, I've been to really? a couple. You think they're just leaving cum on the floor? Yeah, I do think so. I mean, those places are gross, dude. Like, I mean, I. Are they? So me and my buddy used to play pool at the old Dunn because we, there's a pool table at yeah. the porn theater. <laughs> yeah. So like, my buddy TJ and I, we, we thought what up, of, TJ. We were like 19. Hope you didn't want that private. Oh, because... TJ's tight. He's fine. <laughs> We we're like 19 and we used to think we thought it was funny to go to all the porn stores in town so we just go to them just to, oh, nice to, 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 to giggle yeah yeah um, and then we went to the old dunn we're like oh there's a pool table here and we would go play pool sometimes and there would be not a table available but there was always that table available no one was there to play pool so we we're like we'll just do that I'm, I'm blown away so we shot pool there but there was always like the same four dudes that would go from one theater to another and they, they would just fucking creep me out dude it was like right outside the door. Do you know like a regular theater? They got like air hockey right outside the doors? This is Yeah, like, why are they going from one theater to the other? Because they their flavor was in the other one. I don't know, man. Oh. Because that movie <laughs> in was In my over. head, they're like, I came, I go to the next movie, <laughs> and I come again, and like, I would probably leave as soon as I was done. Yeah, I'd be super ashamed. I'd be ashamed in the, in the act, but when you're done. Hey, man, yeah. no shame. I'm not throwing any. I'm saying I would be, like, when I finish, I'm bummed at what I just did. Always. <laughs> let alone being in a public place. <laughs> Like, Wasn't well, that illegal? You're not supposed to do it, but people do it. Yeah. Because uh, P.B. Herman, he got arrested. Yeah, poor guy. Because that was back in the day when you couldn't jerk off to your phone. You know what I mean? Like, it was way more common. Like, Richard Pryor... Yeah, it makes sense then. I was like, how are these things yeah. a thing oh, yeah. now? Richard Pryor has a bit about getting caught in the porn theater. Like, it was just what you did. Is you that... Know? Is it... Are you turned on by how dirty it is? I'm... Is no, that part of it? What? I'm, me? I bet that's why they're doing it. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I bet that's it. It was the only time you could see, like, what, me? full picture. I'm not doing it. No, Clayton, I don't know. I, like... I, I was just playing pool. <laughs> <laughs> that's my impression of you, I guess it turns out. Oh, that's anyway. fine. I like that. Um, yeah, shouts to you, TJ, dude. Also, shouts to uh, up. The View of the Life. Yeah, we might as well. We're, you know, unless just... you got something else to say. No. Movie's the movie. It was fine. Sorry, there wasn't very, like, 
pro podcasting. Oh no, it's <laughs> <Just> cool. <laughs> we're wrapping up. We're getting done here. All right. No, this is a loosey goosey episode. I'm full. I'm, I'm full with it. Is yeah, what I, just I had said. a couple drinks. Yeah. Uh, the view the life. Thanks for our podcast uh, song. You guys are the best. Stefan, thanks for the Plex server. You're the best. Which we didn't use. Uh, not this time. No, got the got the Blu-ray. I thought it was the yellow ray with the way the movie looked. <laughs> Ah, had to do it. That's the second time you did that. I said Green Ray last time, motherfucker. It's a different joke. No, um, no, you didn't. Because yeah. we're talking we're talking about how yellow the movie you was. You said it looked really green, and I was like, Yellow Ray doesn't work, but Greenway does. Green and that's why I said Greenway. How would Greenway work if the I, movie's it's, so yellow? Because it's two syllables. Yellow syllable is three syllables. That's yellow. Okay. All right. Listen, next week we're watching Don John. So if you think Clayton's grumpy now, just wait till next week. I'm not grumpy. What? <laughs> I really I'm not. No, he's not grumpy. I was just kidding. But yeah, fuck that movie probably. I didn't like it then when I saw it. Like, you had seen it. I thought maybe you just didn't like it because of uh, What's-His-Face. One least... week. Mm. Sorry. <laughs> I used to do that bit all the time. Oh, good. It's the exact same thing. What's I mean? It's been one week. <laughs> like, and again, what I did is what I always got back. Good. People just be like, uh, bro. Uh, yeah, it's because you have to have friends that laugh at your jokes. Those are my favorite. Anyway. I don't. I'll never laugh at your joke even once. <laughs> But Don John probably sucks. Yeah, I didn't like it when I first saw it, and I was a younger man, yeah. so I probably won't like it as a 30-year-old man. Well, like every other movie on this podcast, I saw it in theaters and loved it, and I'm probably going to hate it, so <laughs> that's, that's exciting to watch. As much, so this movie, is, this movie, this podcast is, as much as about our love of Channing Tatum, it is equally about how bad of a filmmaker Dino Montiel is, <laughs> and how much of a fraud Joseph Gordon-Levitt is. <laughs> Oh, man. We got to do the Joseph Gordon-Levitt podcast after Adam Fandler's. What's the pun? I will figure it out. Joseph Gordon don't love it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yikes. That would be so mean to him. Hey, he can take it. Good night, everyone.